Best Practices for Variant Calling in Clinical Sequencing, a review by Daniel Kowald from The Ohio State University, USA, Genome Medicine, 2020. Abstract. Next-generation sequencing technologies have enabled a dramatic expansion of clinical genetic testing, both for inheritant conditions and diseases such as cancer. Accurate variant calling in next-generation sequencing data is a critical step upon which virtually all downstream analysis and interpretation processes rely. Just as next-generation sequencing technologies have evolved considerably over the past 10 years, so too have the software tools and approaches for detecting sequence variants in clinical samples. In this review, I discuss the current best practices for calling variants in clinical sequencing studies, with a particular emphasis on trio sequencing for inherited disorders and somatic mutations detection in cancer patients. I describe the relative strength and weaknesses of panel, exome, and whole genome sequencing for variant detection. Recommended tools and strategies for calling variants of different classes are also provided, along with guidance on variant review, validation, and benchmarking to ensure optimal performance. Although next-generation sequencing technologies are continually evolving and new capabilities such as longer-read single-molecule sequencing are emerging, the best practice principles in this review should be relevant to clinical variant calling in the long term. Background The emergence of next-generation sequencing more than a decade ago represented a major technological advantage over traditional sequencing methods. Next-generation sequencing technologies enabled ambitious large-scale genomic sequencing efforts that have transformed our understanding of human health and disease, such as the Cancer Genome Atlas, the Centers for Mendelian Genomics, and the UK10K project. They have also been widely adopted for clinical genetic testing, all exome sequencing, which selectively targets the protein-coding regions of known genes, has become a frontline diagnostic tool for inheritant disorders. Targeted panels, which leverage this approach to interrogate medically relevant subsets of genes, have become core components of precision oncology. The characteristic and sheer volume of next-generation sequencing reads necessitated the development of a new generation of computational algorithms and analysis pipelines equipped to handle such data. As next-generation sequencing technologies have matured, so too have the software tools for key analytical tasks, such as variant calling. Ten years and thousands of samples later, we now have a much deeper understanding of the capabilities and limitations of next-generation sequencing for detecting and characterizing sequence variation. In this review, I discuss the current best practices for variant calling in clinical sequencing for both germline analysis in family trios and somatic analysis of tumor normal pairs. These include recommendations for the choice of sequencing strategy, next-generation sequencing read alignment, pre-processing, combination of multiple variant calling tools, and rigorous filtering to remove false positives. 
I also include guidance on benchmarking, next-generation sequencing and analysis, pipeline performance using a gold standard reference datasets to achieve the optimum balance of sensitivity and specificity. Sequencing strategies and implications The choice of sequencing strategy for a clinical sample has important ramifications for variant calling. Single multiple gene panels are increasingly cost-effective means of testing for subsets of genes associated with specific clinical phenotypes. For example, the autoscope hearing loss panel targets 89 genes and microRNAs associated with hearing loss. Across a cohort of 711 sequenced patients, the average sequence death achieved was 716 times per patient. Numerous gene panels are commercially available, ranging in size from a single gene to hundreds of genes. Exome sequencing, which targets virtually all circa 20,000 protein coding genes, typically achieves more than 100 times average death across the target regions. All genome sequencing offers the most comprehensive approach and typically yields circa 30 to 60 times average sequence death across the entire genome. Other considerations, such as cost and turnaround time, also influence the choice of sequencing strategy but are beyond the scope of this review. These differences in depth and breadth of sequencing coverage have implications of variant calling. All three strategies generally offer excellent sensitivity for detecting SNVs in DILs using tools such as GetK haplotype caller platytypus, copy number variant CNVs spanning multiple exons can be called with reasonable sensitivity using panel and exome data. World genome sequencing remains the superior strategy for the comprehensive detection of all types of sequence variants. However, it should be noted that the higher sequence death achieved in panel and exome sequencing may enable more sensitive detection of variants at lower allele frequencies. For example, subclonal somatic mutations in cancer and mosaic germline variants. Alignment and pre-processing The primary analysis of sequencing data, including its alignment to a reference sequence, is a clinical phase of next-generation sequencing analysis. In a typical pipeline, raw sequence data in FASTQ format are aligned to the reference sequence using the, an alliance such as PWA-MEM, with the resulting alignments typically stored in binary alignment map BEM file format. Because of their compressed file size, indexer access capabilities and standardized data formats, BAM files have become the standard format for storing and sharing next-generation sequencing data. The SAM tools package provides most of the BAM file manipulation tools required for clinical sequencing. Once next-generation sequencing data aligned to the reference sequence, it is possible to identify redundant reads that originated from the same DNA sequence molecule. These PCR duplicates represent 5-15% of sequencing reads in a typical exome and can be identified on the basis of the alignment position and read pairing information. Tools such as Picard and Sambamba 
identify and mark duplicate reads in a BIM file to exclude them from downstream analysis. The GET-K best practice workflow recommends two additional steps for pre-processing BAM files prior to variant calling. The first is Base Quality Score Recalibration BQSR, which adjusts the base quality scores of sequencing reads using an empirical error model. The second is local realignment around indels, which aims to reduce false positive variant calls caused by alignment artifacts. Evaluations of variant calling accuracy before and after best quality score recalibration realignment suggest that the improvements are marginal. Because of these and the high computational cost, this may be viewed as an optional step for pre-processing. Routine quality control QC for analysis read PAM should be performed prior to acquiring calling to evaluate key sequencing metrics, to verify that sufficient sequencing coverage was achieved, and to check samples for evidence of contamination. In the case of family studies and paired samples, expected sample relationships should be confirmed with tools for relationship interference such as the King algorithm. Benchmarking resources for variant calling. Evaluating the accuracy of variant calls requires access to benchmark datasets in which the true variants are already known. Several such benchmarking resources have been made publicly available in recent years. The most widely used ones include the genome in a bottle and the platinum genome datasets for NA12878, a human sample of European ancestry that has been sequenced with various technologies at laboratories around the world. Each benchmarking dataset includes a set of ground truth small variant calls, SNVs and INDELs, based on the consensus of several variant calling tools, as well as defining the high confidence regions of the human genomes in which variant calls can be benchmarked against a variety of public resources. The GIAB dataset has been continually improved with the addition of data from multiple short read and linked read sequencing datasets and expansion of the reference from one sample to seven. The Global Alliance for Genomics and Health has also established a best practice framework to guide evaluations of variant calling accuracy using these resources. As discussed in this paper, sophisticated comparison tools which account for suitable differences in variant representation are recommended when comparing a set of variant calls against a benchmark resource. One drawback of the aforementioned benchmarking resources is that many of the same sequencing technologies and variant calling algorithms evaluated against them were also used to construct the reference dataset in the first place. Synthetically created datasets in which the positions of all sequenced variants and known a prior have been published to address the issue. For example, the synthetic deployed SYNDIP dataset is derived from the novel long read assemblies of two homozygous human cell lines and aims to provide a less biased view of variant calling accuracy genome wide. 
Sendip is uniquely advanced to provide benchmarking data for more challenging regions of the genome, such as duplicated sequences. Although the cell lines themselves are not in public repository, sequencing datasets for both are widely available. More guidance on using benchmarking datasets to optimize variant cloning performance is offered in the relevant sections below. Best practices for germline variant calling. Dozens of variant calling tools for next generation sequencing data have been published in the past 10 years, and countless more have been developed by researchers for internal use. Because single nucleotide variant indels detection tools such as GATK haplotype color have demonstrated high accuracy in numerous benchmark datasets. Choosing a single variant color that meets the needs of the laboratory is usually sufficient. However, combining the results of two orthogonal single nucleated variant indel colors such as haplotype color and platypus may offer a slight sensitivity advantage. Software packages such as BCF tools make it possible to merge and reconcile multiple variant color sets into one though care should be taken to properly handle complex variants and or differences in variant representation. To discuss the recommended best practices for germline variant calling, we will consider trio sequencing for inherited disorders, which is a common scenario for clinical genetic testing. A tree analysis pipeline typically begins with analysis read BAM files for the probant in both parents. For optimal results, all three samples should be sequenced under identical protocols and processed with identical alignment and pre-processing steps. This is particularly important for copy number variant calling and SV calling, which rely on uniform sequencing depth and library insert size respectively. Individual versus joint variant calling. Virtually, all variant calling tools can be applied to individual samples after alignment and pre-processing are complete. It may be preferable, therefore, to perform variant calling on every sample as it comes through the pipeline. Doing so can facilitate automation of next-generation sequencing analysis, which may be desirable for laboratories processing large number of samples. Individual VCF files can be merged later using BCF tools or similar packages. However, it should be noted that VCF files typically only contain entries for positions that variant in a particular sample. In other words, when a variant is only detected in some samples but not in others, it is not clear whether these other samples are Y-type for that position or simply did not achieve sufficient coverage. For the variant color to make a call. Joint variant calling, which considers all samples simultaneously, offers several key advantages. First, it produces called genotypes for every sample at all variant positions, not just the ones that were detected in a given individual. This makes it possible to differentiate between a position that matches the reference sequence with high probability and a position in which the sample did not achieve sufficient coverage. Second, 
In the case of geosequencing, joint calling enables direct interference of face information to establish, for example, whether two heterozygous variants in a probant are in cis or in trans. Third, it mitigates the issue of variant representation differences, which might otherwise be problematic, particular for complex variants. Finally, joint analysis allows a variant caller to use information from one sample to infer the most likely genotype in another, which has been shown to increase the sensitivity of variant calling in low current regions. Single nucleotide variant. Numerous tools have been developed to identify single nucleotide variants, SNVs, and short insertions, deletions, indels from aligned next generation sequencing data. Most tools for these purposes, such as SAM tools, BCF tools, and free bias, employ Bayesian statistics to infer the most likely genotype, get K, haplotype color, and P types also employ local alignment or assembly of sequencing reads to improve the accuracy of variant calls. Numerous studies have compared the relative performance of these tools on various datasets and have found, generally, that they produce similar results. Variant concordance is typically 80-90% to concordance or higher, with most differences are attributed to variants at low coverage or low confidence positions. Even so, such differences could amount to thousands of variant calls genotype-wide. Thus, it is important not only to choose a robust variant color for single-nucleated variant indels, but also to benchmark and fine-tune it to achieve optimal performance on the data to be analyzed. Filtering to remove artifacts the accuracy of next-generation sequencing variant calls relative to the previous called standard of Sanger sequencing has been well documented at more than 99%. However, it should be noted that next-generation sequencing data are prone to certain types of artifactual variant calls, many of which are related to errors in short read alignment. Numerous groups, including ours, have investigated the source of artifacts and demonstrated that they can be systematically filtered without significantly compromising sensitivity. Even so, visual review of the alignments for clinically relevant variants using a tool like the Integrative Genomics Viewer is recommended to identify false positive variant calls that slip past automated filters. Figure 2 depicts several frequently occurring artifacts that can be identified by manual review, low-quality base calls, read and artifacts due to local misalignment near indels, strength bias artifacts, erroneous alignments in low-complexity regions, and parallelous alignments of reads not well represented in the reference. Orthogonal validation of next-generation sequencing variants Whether or not Sanger confirmation should be required for clinically relevant variants remains a matter of debate. In general, the validation rate of, for next-generation sequencing variant calls is extremely high, 99.965%, according to well-powered study suggesting that for the vast majority of next-generation sequencing variants, independent confirmation is unnecessarily redundant. 
In many cases, a visual manual review of the variant may be enough to determine if it passes master of warrants orthogonal validation. An interlaboratory study of more than 80,000 clinical spacements demonstrated the heuristic approach examining fewer than 10 criteria. Read death, quality score, observed variant allele sequence, repetitive sequence, etc. can identify the subset of variants most likely to be false positive and thus requiring orthogonal validation. Identifying de novo mutations. A key advantage of joint calling in trios is the ability to distinguish de novo mutations, which account for a significant proportion of positive diagnosis from clinical genetic testing. According to recent large-scale trio sequencing studies, the human de novo mutation rate is approximately 1.29 times 10 to the power of minus 8 per base pair per generation. Thus, each proven likely harbors circa 70 de novo mutations genome-wide against a background of circa 4 to 5 million inherited variants. In the protein coding exome, we accept circa 1 de novo mutation on a background of circa 50,000 inherited variants. A sequence of variant called in the probant is therefore far more likely to be inherited than de novo. Furthermore, even with extremely high variant calling position, 99.9%, there will be 54 positive calls for each de novo mutation. Thus, candidate de novo mutations made carefully scrutiny. In addition to filtering for artifactual calls as described above, the novel mutations should be queried against public databases of genome variation, such as the new ADIB database. Although true de novo mutations can certainly occur at positions of known sequence variants, a candidate de novo with appreciable frequency in the population is far more likely to represent a germline variant. Similarly, manual review and integrative genomics viewer IGV should be used to exclude both artifactual calls and variants with supporting evidence in one or both parents. Copy number and structure variant calling. Copy number variants are a major source of human genetic variation and have been implicated in numerous disease such as autism, intellectual disability and congenital heart disease. Although microarray testing is typically ordered prior to panel or exome testing in a clinical setting, next generation sequencing based copy number variants detection is increasingly incorporated into clinical diagnostic testing and accounts for 3 to 5% of positive diagnosis. A number of tools exist for identifying copy number variants from targeted next generation sequencing data, such as CNMOPS, CONTRA, CONVEX, XOMCNV, XOMDEATH, and XHMM. Most rely on comparisons of sequence death between a test subject and a comparator to identify significant changes in copy number. Not all copy number variants calling tools perform well in all situations, and as a rule, the sensitivity 
copy number variant detection using targeted next-generation sequencing is limited compared to genome sequencing. PERDS and whole genome sequencing data also enables the detection of structural variants with increasing precision. Popular tools for these applications such as Delhi, Lumpy, Manta, Pindel, and SVMERGE use two types of information to identify signatures of structural variants. Read pairing information serves to identify segments of the genome in which molecularity linked read pairs mapped at unexpected distances or orientations. Slip read alignments in which a single sequence read map to two different regions of the genome are also incorporated into SV calling. It should be emphasized that while many consider single nucleated variants in the detection with next-generation sequencing to be routine, SV detection with whole genome sequencing data is still challenging, as illustrated by the fact that leading tools achieve F1 values of only circa 0.80 to 0.90 in benchmarking experiments. There are at least two principal reasons for this. First, it is widely recognized that a range proportion of structural variation occurs in difficult regions of the genome, such as repetitive or tandem duplicated sequencing. Second, the relatively short length of next-generation sequencing reads and typical fragments is often sufficient to resolve complex structural variants and long insertions. For this reason, linked read and long read sequencing technologies are increasingly being applied to resolve large SVs and complex sequences. Visual review of copy number variant and structure variants called by next generation sequencing can also to some extent be performed in IGV. For SVs in particular, it is useful to view reads as pairs and color them according to insert size, where supported structural variants are often supported by both discordant read pairs and changes in overall sequence depth, such as the deletions and the deplication. Benchmarking germline variant calling pipelines. As described in the previous section, several reference datasets and the, a best practice framework for benchmarking variant calling pipelines are publicly available. At the time of writing the most recent dataset for sample NA12878 includes circa 3.05 million single nucleated variants and circa 0.5 million small indels, as well as light high depth Illumina sequencing data in BAM format. These resources make it possible to evaluate performance and fine-tune variant calling pipelines to achieve optimal results. For small variants, an F1 score more than 0.99 should be achievable by robust variant calling pipelines. High-quality DNA samples for NA12878 can also be ordered from Coriel and sequence independently to evaluate the performance of a laboratory's entire pipeline from sample preparation to variant calling. Benchmarking structure and copy number variant callers tends to be more challenging for two reasons. First, 
These variants are more challenging to detect with precision using short read sequencing data. Second, the precise breakpoints for SVCNVs are not always well defined, which makes comparisons across call sets a more complex endeavor. Even so, multiple gold standard SV colors such as GIAB HS1011 and HUREF have been published, which employ orthogonal sequencing technologies to define reference to call sets comprising through extent of structural variance. When benchmarking with such resources, it is important to recognize the SV callings with short read data is more error prone than small variant calling. Even the best performing SV callers only achieve a front scores of circa 0.80 to 0.90. Best Practices for Somatic Mutation Calling Next-generation sequencing of tumor spacements is increasingly deployed in oncology to guide diagnosis, prognosis and personalized care. Although circa 10% of cancer patients harbor germline predisposition variants, the main purpose of clinical tumor sequencing is often the identification of somatic mutations number alterations, infusions that may have clinical relevance. A standard pipeline for this is shown in Figure 1c. It illustrates a pair tumor normal sequencing strategy, that is, sequencing DNA from a tumor sample and a matched controlled sample from the same patient. Although tumor-only sequencing has been adopted by many laboratories as a cost-effective approach to guide cancer diagnosis, prognosis and therapy, Doing so makes it difficult to distinguish true somatic mutations from constitutional variants. Thus, the emphasis of this section will be on the best practice of sequencing a tumor sample with a matched comparator sample. Numerous variant colors have been published for this purpose. Widely used somatic mutation colors such as Mutec2, Strelka2, and Varscan2 consider alignment data from the tumor normal simultaneously. Several groups have attempted to directly compare the performance of mutation colors for different applications, finding that each has strengths and weaknesses. Because no somatic color has emerged which offers superior performance in all scenarios an ensemble approach that combines the results of two or more complementary colors may offer the best balance of sensitivity and specificity. Several aspects of clinical tumor sequencing can make the detection of somatic mutations more challenging. Tumor purity, the proportion of cells in a sample that are cancerous, governs the representation of somatic mutations in a sequence sample pathology estimates of purity based on light microscopy and notorious inaccurate. Somatic mutations present at low frequency due to low tumor cellularity and all subclonal mutation architectures can be challenging to detect, even with high death sequencing data. Although many somatic mutation colors such as Varscan2 can be configured for the detection of variants at low frequencies, doing so often reduces the overall false positive rate. The type of specimen obtained for sequencing also influences mutation calling. 
formalin fixed paraffin embedded FFPE samples, which are preferred for histopathological diagnosis of the harbor thousands of artifacts arising from chemical DNA damage. These challenges call for a robust somatic mutation detection pipeline that performs well across many types of clinical tumor samples. Filtering somatic variant calls. Similar to germline single nucleotide variant, Indel's candidate somatic variants should be filtered to remove common alignment artifacts. In addition, the availability of a matched normal sample enables a direct comparison of data characteristics at the site of a candidate somatic variant call to help distinguish true variants from false positives. For example, reads supporting high-quality mutation cores should exhibit similar position and stradiness as reads supporting the wild-type allele. Other metrics, such as the difference in average mapping quality or trimmed read length, help uncover false positives due to alignment artifacts. Mismatch quality sum MMQS difference computed as the average sum of base qualities for non-reference base calls in variant supporting reads is a powerful metric for identifying false positives associated with paralogous alignment. Filtering with population databases. Population variant filtering is a powerful strategy for identifying and removing likely germline variants from somatic mutation call sets but should be done with caution. Simply removing all variants in DBSMP is an appealing but hazardous strategy since the database contains a number of recurrent mutations from human tumors, as well as several mutations from cosmic somatic mutation database. There is a similar risk for applying a broad filter based on all variants in a GNOMAD database in which the presence of apparent somatic loss of function variants in hematological malignancies, genes like ASXL1 has been documented. Allele frequency information can be used to safeguard against the inadvertent filtering of true somatic variants that are present in such databases. Requiring a minimum minor allele frequency more than 0.0001 in the genome AD or TopMed database is recommended to select variants for filtering somatic mutation call sets. Some groups have also found value in using an internal panel of normals to identify and remove recurrent sequencing artifacts. In this approach, sequencing data from a set of normal DNA spacements are compiled into reference panel gains, which candidate somatic variants from tumors can be quickly filtered to remove variant cores associated with germline variants or sequencing artifacts. This approach is advantageous because it identifies artifacts that may be specific to a laboratory sequencing protocols or downstream analysis pipelines. High confidence somatic single nucleotide variants in the course. In summary, high-confidence somatic single nucleotide variant in the calls should be identified by multiple somatic mutation calling towards at positions with sufficient sequencing coverage. Variant alleles should be supported by reads on both strands, 
with no apparent bias in read position, base quality or mapping quality. High quality single nucleotide variants in DILS should also be absent from public databases and an internal laboratory panel of normal or else present at very low frequencies. Finally, candidate single nucleotide variant in the course should be reviewed by visualization of the tumor and normal sequencing alignments with a tool such as IGV. Calling somatic copy number and structure variants. Many of the tools developed for germline copy number variants, CV calling, have been adapted for cancer genomics, and still others have been developed for the clinical task of identifying fusions from RNA sequencing data. Somatic copy number iterations, SC and A detection, is arguably the easiest of the two tasks since a matched normal sample is often live to use as a comparator. Further deep sequencing data allow for precise determination of variant allele frequencies. The skewing of reach can often be observed to support candidate variants. Similar to somatic mutation calling, combining the results of at least two tools, such as VARSCAN2 less conservative and GETK more conservative, may provide the optimal strategy for calling somatic CNAs. Further incorporation of tumor violently frequency VAF information can help generate supporting evidence for somatic structure variants since changes in copy number tend to skew allele frequencies of heterozygous variants. Similar to single nucleotide variant in the calling somatic copy number alteration calls may be filtered against a panel of normal to remove calls in regions of highly variable copy number and recurrent artifacts SVs. Benchmarking somatic calling pipelines. Benchmarking somatic mutation colors requires a reference through the set of real somatic mutations. Such datasets have been generated by synthetic mixing experiments. If note, though numerous comparisons of somatic mutation colors have been published, the findings are inconsistent. One reason for this is that the researchers conducting those studies often apply variant colors with the four-parameter setting on neglect to perform critical downstream filtering. To address this issue, the DREAM ICGC-TCGA Somatic Mutation Calling Challenge invited teams, including several developers of somatic mutation calling tools, to benchmark their pipeline on a common dataset. The organizers employed a robust simulation framework to introduce synthetic somatic alterations into real WGS data for three tumors, upon which each team's submissions were evaluated. These simulated datasets and through sets from these challenges are freely available and offer a well-fetted benchmarking resource for somatic single nucleotide variants in the structure variant calling pipelines. Conclusions and future directions. 
via calling in next generation sequencing data much like next generation sequencing technologies themselves have evolved considerably over the past decade and remains an active area of research robust pipelines of next generation sequencing analysis include steps for optimized alignment and pre-processing variant calling filtering of false positives and visual manual review while some of these procedures such as read alignment and single nucleus variants in the detection can be suitably performed with a single software package. Others, such as copy number variant SV calling and somatic mutation detection, benefit from incorporating multiple independent tools. Benchmarking resources for both germline and somatic variants provide an opportunity to evaluate and optimize the performance of variant calling. Although some classes of variants, such as de novo mutations in germline studies and low-frequency somatic mutations in case of patients, likely require validation on an orthogonal platform, the burden of additional confirmatory testing is likely to decrease as technologies continue to improve. However, the observation that even state-of-art SV colors only achieve F-scores of circa 0.80 to 0.90 in gold standard datasets suggests that emerging long-read sequencing technologies may ultimately be required to a currently call large and or complex structure variants. Nevertheless, the general principles discussed in this review rigorous pre-processing of sequencing data, implementation of multiple variant calling approaches, and systematic filtering to remove artifacts will remain relevant guidance for clinical variant calling in years to come. Thank you for listening. Follow me on Twitter and let's discuss articles.